Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the podcast. The podcast is called Cuddle Club. Um, I'm Liz Santos and I'm a female comedian. Ooh, tell us more. No, this is about the podcast. This podcast is about cuddling in the main and in the in the in the wild. Yes, 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 yes. This is a podcast about cuddling. Okay, you can get your big head around that. But really, it's just an excuse to talk to people I like about their lives. I hope you like it. Each week I speak to a different guest, usually a comedian, because that's who I've got in my phone book. Do people still have phone books? Well, no. That's who I've got in my phone. Comedians. But, you know, if I play my cards right, this time next year, I might know magicians, um, um, animal trainers. The world's my oyster with a personality like this. This week's guest is Alison John. That's not one person. It's... Two people, I'm interviewing, two interviewing, that's a strong word. So I was having a chat with Alice and John, that is Alice James and John Robbins. You know them from their Radio 5 show. It's my favourite radio show ever. Uh, They used to be on Radio X. But I talk to them a lot in this chat, as if you know them. So if you don't know them, I can only apologise. John is steering the ship. He's steadying the ship. They're very different men, you'll see if you don't know them. Alice is the Welsh one, married with two kids. John, um, John is, John needs Alice, uh, you, you know, to be happy. And you sort of think, I don't know what, Alice would probably be happy. Well, it's, oh, this is a terrible intro. You just listen to it. Why am I explaining everything? Just listen to it, okay? John was 10 minutes early, as expected. Ellis, actually, right on the nose of it. Thank you. I was expecting you you to be late, and actually you were 30 seconds early. That's all I want to be is on the nose, Lou. Yeah. And then we had a 10-minute tech track, because you you got absolute bonus, didn't you, for the um, tech that we're using? (laughs) Yeah. Because you've been recording your your radio show through Skype. I wouldn't wouldn't say bonus. I would say we were interested. I never had had a boner. Because I think by the end of this lockdown, everyone will have found their perfect video chat settings. Mm. And this is a new kind of page in the book 
um, mm. because you're actually able to record remotely without us having to record on our computers, which is very, very good. I was hoping not to bring this chat over to the actual podcast. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, you, you started by talking about it. So I did, uh, I did, I did, I did. You also said um, that. It, you also said that it gave us bonus, Lou. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. And I did ask who, what internet provider you're with. So, yeah. how do you? By the way, you're too um, used to uh, your radio show. I don't know how to say that properly. Is my favourite radio show. And that's oh, true. oh, that's very my kind. Favourite one, and there's so many out there. <laughs> there is a lot to choose from. Don't I feel bad saying that because Ed and um, Matthew, very good friends. Good show. Good very show. Very funny show. Very I listened to show. them in the bath last night and I almost drowned in my bath because I've been having um, my first ever run-in with hay fever. So I had a mm. bath just to kind of rinse my face and eyes mm. of all the pollen. And I was doing one eye at a time and opening them underwater to try and really give them a good clean. Um, I should invest in a, an eye bath, but I just had to use a, an, an eye bath. Uh, you, bath. Could, ah. you, could, you could just use an egg cup, John. Oh, Could do, don't have one. Oh. You don't have an egg cup? I don't eat eggs. Okay, well, you must yeah, have eaten yeah. eggs in the, in, in the past, though. Not, not for four or five years. Yeah, what, so when you became a vegan, you chucked out your egg cups? I didn't have any egg cups, because <laughs> I'm not 60. <laughs> I find it difficult to believe that you haven't got an egg cup. Well, You've you never only... owned an egg cup since you were at, what? I've John, been a, please I've... give us the honest answer about the egg cups. I've been <laughs> you know? around egg cups in my life, but I've never owned my own egg cup. Wow. Because I'm not a, I'm not a, a sort of a... A banker from the 1940s who gets back and expects to have his morning egg. I don't expect to have my morning egg. I don't know. I make it myself mm. and I, whenever I fancy a boiled egg. I mean, 15 years on and you're still surprising me, John. I don't think mm. it's surprising that someone who doesn't eat eggs doesn't have an egg cup. But you I also not- haven't got a meat cleaver and a yeah. fucking... Pig spit roast. Yes, but you were eating eggs until four or five years ago. I was cleaving so I, meat. I was spit roasting pigs. So I was, with what then? With what? A knife and a couple of whittled sticks. And did you get rid of your whittle sticks and your meat cleaver when you stopped eating meat? Uh, yeah, I think I gave them to charity. I don't. I would never have eaten an egg out of a cup anyway. So what were you eating eggs out of? Just on toast, I guess. Sorry, Lou, I've I've taken over your podcast. No, I'm going to just... start. I'm going to start smoking again. It's come to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just I... eaten it on toast. What scrambled? Scrambled, boiled, fried, poached. Okay, right. I I think what we should really is save this for our show because yeah, I, it's I, actually I... more effective to eat a boiled egg off toast because what you do is you you just cool down the boiled egg under a tap crack all the skin, shell it, and then sort of spread it on the toast. Because there's a lot of faff with a boiled egg. You sound like a real expert in eggs, John, for someone who hasn't got an egg cup. Well, I just paid attention in the years I was eating them. Okay. And didn't just follow follow the man with his egg cup. Um, Um, Is everything all right with you two, though? (laughs) Yeah, it's good. Why are you rolling a cigarette? Because you two and your little tiff reminded me of my mother and father, and now it's just me to smoke. <laughs> but you don't smoke, and I yeah. don't eat eggs. Exactly. Well, now I've started smoking. Cuddle club. Cuddle club. 
Cuddle Club. I think that's enough. This uh, podcast is about uh, cuddling. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I, I guessed, guessed that it from the title. I feared yeah. it from the title. Yes. Um, okay. Question one: You can't answer these together or separately. That's the fun. Of, that's the fun of it. <laughs> so we 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 should point out to anyone listening: this has been recorded during the lockdown. Uh, sorry to take over, Lou, but uh, did need to be done. Uh, we're recording this during the lockdown via a video conferencing. It's uh, Ellis James, Lou Sanders, and John Robbins on the Cuddle Club. <laughs> That's uh, Fagash Lou there, just having a bit of a cough, just clearing the old lungs. Oh. Nice, nice to see John inject a bit of professionalism into the team. No, you wait, you wait. I can actually be very professional. I'm going to step up to ten now. <clears throat> Okay, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's all about cuddles. Hey guys, are you um, are you a big fan of cuddles as a lifestyle choice? Uh, I cuddle my kids so much, I'm beginning to think that I'm making them weird. Because yeah. if I could cuddle my children constantly, I would. They just smell so nice. Kids yeah. smell nice. Do they? Um, what do they yeah, smell of? Just themselves, but it is absolutely intoxicating. Although my daughter in particular will often tell me things like, please don't, I've got stuff to do. And what she means, <laughs> what she means, she? she's five. Yeah. She'll, she'll say, please don't, I'm busy. And I'll say, she said that for Mizzy and she's parroting it. Yeah, and, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say, what are you busy with? And she'll say, colouring in between the lines, actually. Yeah. I, and I draw. And my friend James is six and he still scribbles. Yeah, uh, she, and then she'll say arrogant. something. Yeah, and then she'll say something cute, and then it's another cuddle for me. But uh, mm. yeah, pretty cuddly, actually, Lou. Are you cuddly, John? Yeah, I I am. I think though that I, uh, living alone, uh, but being in a relationship with my wonderful fiance, I love her. You have to beware that when you're so. Say I've been like currently in isolation on my own. If you've been on your own for like two or three days which is you know as a as just the situation i have does happen quite a lot you have to be aware that it takes a while to then adjust to like physical contact so i have to sort of gear myself up for it because mm -hmm. i'm like just sort of desperate to see my girlfriend and desperate to sort of hang out with her but it can seem a bit odd after like four days on your own to suddenly yeah. be straight into having someone else around that's why so, long distance relationships don't work it, it's why it's why um i think if you've got an introvert and an extrovert together that can be a such a fantastic match but also you have to sort of be aware of what each other needs and it's not in it's not just down to cuddling lou mm -hmm. but if if they're uh, sort of a chatty person you're a quiet person um you have to learn not to read your and their reactions as judgments of the other person. Oh, yeah. That is a very good point. It's a really good I point. I think in, in a relationship, it's very easy to go or to think, oh, he's, he's quiet, so I must have pissed him off. Or, oh, mm. she's being very sort of clingy. Um, that's not uh, an experience I've gleaned from this relationship, but re other relationships I've been in, whereas actually someone just needs to have a, have a bit of exposure to another person or needs to have a bit of space. It's not necessarily that you've done anything. I like constant attention. Mm. Don't Do you? take your eyes off the prize. 
I think we would struggle together in a relationship, Lou. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, unless I'm on my word game and then... Um, <laughs> well, on that side, I think we'd get on quite well word game-wise. Words for friends. I won't accept it because it doesn't follow the official Scrabble words list. Oh. I often run out of energy as the day is ending. Mm. And when we go to bed, say it's at half past 11, I will say to Izzy, I'm afraid the talking has stopped. (laughs) And if if she says, if she wants to talk about something, I'll say, I'm afraid I've said all I have to say for March 30th, 2020. And and that is it. And then she is quiet because I'm like a a toy that's, that's batteries are running out. Mm. I will be able to maintain conversation till about half past eleven, but after once it's bedtime and I, I'm and I'm in bed, I'll just say I'm sorry. I'm, it's mostly not taking it personally. Like if you know, no. if you've got a good relationship, you can sh- you can shush the other person. Yeah, I, I, I don't shush her. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> That's a very funny image of just you two both lying in bed and her offloading about a day, and yeah. you just going, <laughs> "What did I say?" I think one of the great things about, one of the many great things about my fiance is that she recognises what I'm like and my sort of, I I am not an easy person, I don't think, to sort of rub along with. (laughs) Um, I think I'm very sort of, I I would like to think of myself as a... Abrasive? (laughs) A considerate and sort of very empathetic person and a good listener, but I'm also quite introvert, introverted. So I, I, I'm like, I'm fine on my own for as, as long as I need to be. But she recognises which of the bits are just me as opposed to thinking, you know, something's wrong. And she teases me about it in just the right mm. amount Whereas to go, which is her way of sort of saying, I, I get what this is and it's fine. And it's just really great to, in a relationship to allow someone to be who they are and yet still sort of keep them on track if, you know, for example, they've pissed you off or they've said something that annoyed you or they've been a bit rude. Um, but it's really nice to know that you're sort of accepted and allowed to be that person. Mm. And, and teasing is quite an important tactic do you think, Elle? Yeah. And you've got to judge it right. Oh my gosh. And pranks. You can prank your way out of it. I'm I'm one hundred percent not a prankster. I think <laughs> I think pranking is one of the most irritating personality traits possible. But in terms of teasing, a certain type of tease can work on a Monday and then be upsetting on a Tuesday, dependent on what has happened and how the other person is. Because a good tease pushes the right <laughs> buttons, but if you don't want those buttons pushed because of something else. Well, it depends on the intent behind it. If they're really pissed off and they're just using a joke as humour, but you're like, ah, oh, you're really pissed off, and then you don't think they've got reason to be, then I think. But your fiancé is one of the kindest, nicest people I know. She's great and also really She's, I've, I've never, I've never met anyone like her. She's so patient Aww. and kind. She's so fun and light, and I really, I mean... I love her. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell her that. I love I'll her. Tell her I'll, I'll tell her to listen. No, she's talking about my fiance. Oh, oh I, thought she, I thought you were talking about Izzy. Oh, oh I love Izzy. I love Izzy. Great. Great. Well, say that again. I love Izzy. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Go on, take us back then. History. The past. Memories. When stuff was cheaper, then. Woolworths. Coffee wasn't a good. <laughs> it's still coffee. Is it the war? It's not the war, is it? Were you affectionate as a kid, both of you? I bet Alice was and John was. Uh, my mum was. My mum and dad were very affectionate. My mum especially. Welsh. They're Welsh. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, I think I was probably affectionate. I mean, when you're a kid, you're... I just remember being cuddled. I don't. I don't. I don't remember being the cuddler. I remember being the cuddly. Yeah, and you, you know had your I mean. business to do. You were like, "Let me feel." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. yeah, it was quite an affectionate household. I think it was an affectionate time. There was well, we've had people on who weren't cuddled at all, like as a kid. Is that mad? I'm, I was at school with a girl who was never cuddled. She said, "Yeah, up to about the age of five. And after that, she was like, "Yeah, no." And then, 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 then the uh, relationship became very businesslike, and and she was handshake. handshake at breakfast. Yeah, and she was like, "Yeah, no, I didn't miss it really." It was. I always found that quite. Weird. I'm going to breastfeed my children till ten. <laughs> <laughs> Have them on the bosom the whole time, so they know mummy loves them very much. <laughs> One on each, happy as Larry. <laughs> John, were you breastfed as a child? <laughs> yeah, I believe so, which is why I've got such a phenomenal immune system. Well, you've got hay fever, so come on. Yeah, well, I didn't get it until Anath- 37. Anath- Anathyroid problem. So. Yeah, but that's not an immune... Oh, is it? I'm allergic to penicillin, so I don't know what that's down to. But even then, they say that penicillin allergies go over time, as Lou just mimes breasts on the video. <laughs> so you, were you an affectionate kid? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, it wouldn't have ever occurred not to be, because it doesn't feel like a sort of a choice at that age, I guess. Now, what are arms for, if not for snuggling? I've noticed, and I'm not criticising you, John, that we're not huggers. 
No. No, we're not. And, and me and the lovely Robin aren't huggers. Whereas if I see, I don't know, like Tom Parry or yeah. um, or Fordy, I might go, I'll probably go in for a hug. I think when the tour ended and when we did the Shepherd's Bush Empire and when the book was published, all the stuff that you usually would have. And when we won the Aria, I think. Oh, we it hugged was, then. Did we? Oh, yeah, but in the we, main... We stood up in the in the row, but that oh, was an instinctive celebratory hug. But in the main, it's... Uh, I probably it's hugged a... you twice in my life. What? Again, yeah. not criticism. Is that because you see each other all the time, so you're just saving back its efficient time use? I don't know. I would put, I would say my the friends I hug tend to be the more... Big guys. You like the big guys. Big guys, but ones perhaps who would f- more fit the role of bigger brother or... What's L then? What's L to you? Little dad? Sort of insignificant cousin? No, right. he's, he's, my, he's my friend and colleague. Because Ellis is, def- without shadow of doubt, like my closest friend in comedy and oh, probably top, comedy? top two friends in the whole world. But, I, but we don't have a sort of brotherly relationship. It's more, it's more friends and comrades. So my, but my best friend in the world, we we do hug, but it's it doesn't necessarily feel right. It it feels, and it's only something we've started doing since we've noticed that each other has the odd other hug friend connection. Maybe it's led by them, and then it becomes a thing. It's, it's weird, isn't it? If you if you listed all my friends, I could tell you who was a hugger and who who I would hug and who I wouldn't. But I wonder what it is that, because I would hug Alex Horn and Tim Key, but I wouldn't hug Ellis. I probably wouldn't hug... Widdicombe? Widdicombe's probably in the middle there. It depends if there was a sporting event. But it's not a judgment on the person. It's just an instinctive thing that I, I could tell you immediately if I was going to be a hugger with someone. I'm, I'm getting hugged, aren't I? I'm getting hugged. Yeah. I'm a but hugger. it's more like you'd get a load of this if you didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. No, I'd say you were you were a hugger, um, but I'm talking about male male hugs. Yeah, man on man. Yeah, I have brotherly relationships. Interesting. I'd have loved a brother. So I've got a list of like a, a sort of first draft list of people to my share of people to invite to our wedding. Right, the big eight. The big eight. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say it would be fifty fifty huggers and not huggers. Or maybe maybe 70-30 in favour of not hugging. Any special roles for Ellis? Best man. Best man. Lovely. With Robin. Yeah, best men. Oh, nice. Two best men, the two big best men. Although we don't get to organise the stag do, which I find hilarious. Why? (laughs) Because traditionally traditionally the best man organises the stag do. Oh, you'll be on the committee, but I'm chair of the committee. But John is chair of the committee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually it's a big, brilliant surprise for the groom. Yeah. But John wants to be in control of his own surprise. Yeah, I mean, not that you would, but imagine if you picked the wrong pub. I mean, it would be impossible because Robin's also on the committee, but imagine if it was just we ended up in a all bar one. Yeah, I was going to say, imagine if I gave you one of those stag do's. I don't think I would ever forgive you. <laughs> uh, you know, 
a midday start in Yeats's no move thanks. on to all bar one, Ugh. then slug and lettuce. You'd be sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be organising that, like getting everyone's money, like direct debiting 23. Oh, big kitty then. No, no, no. Big no. kitty then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 23 pounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it would all be, it'd all be Jaeger bombs and, yeah, yeah, and, and Aftershock and all that kind of stuff. Oh, can I come to the stag do? No. What? I mean, have to, we'd have to go to a place where the music not. was really loud and pumping. Because that's where life is. That's where I life ju- happens. I just want to go to four silent pubs. Okay. Oh, I don't want to come to the stag do, actually. Oh, yeah, do tell us this one. Who would you most like to cuddle? Everyone's going to say me. Who would you most like to cuddle, please? It doesn't have to be sexy. It could be like a, a great big bear or something. Or, um... Oh, a, l- a little pussycat. Any any cat. You can make that dream achievable. Get a cat. Yeah, I, I can't really get a cat because I'm not home enough. Um... And also, I'm in a very dog-heavy area. It wouldn't be a fun place to be a cat. In fact, I've never seen a cat on in my entire town because there's so many bloody dogs. I, I know it, that is that is true. I this I, is dog metropolis here. I live in a very catty area. Oh. What I loved about the summer was that you would just walk down the street, there'd be cats lying in the sun and stretched out on uh, you know on people's walls. Loved it. Although I did, um, I did meet a very, very highly trained sheepdog about two years ago. <laughs> what did you meet? Uh, <laughs> it was, and it was so clever, and it was able to follow people's instru- or it's it, the, the the shepherd's instructions to. Is the that letter. why your tax returns early this year? <laughs> <laughs> it was so bright that if it followed your instructions for too long, you would become very, very tired, and they would have to have a lie down to recharge. And this dog was incredible and i did like i gave that dog a cuddle but i'm not a particularly doggy person but for about two minutes i really got it i was like oh yes this Mm. is man's best friend to give ellis an option i can answer for him because i know him so well he would like to cuddle uh mark hughes yeah uh i'm gonna say john charles yeah and potentially the past in general yeah, I'd also I like uh, I'd like to hug Gareth Bale and to thank him for all of the great moments he's given me, mm. and I'd like Mark Hughes to wrap his thighs around my body. Now, oh, <laughs> that's already a cuddle, boss. <laughs> a twist. Um, are they all footballers? Yeah. Boring. Sorry, um, but there's no. Well, are they footballers or sheepdogs? But one yeah, 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 pa- yeah, yeah. one particular sheepdog. What a, could you separate your heroes into huggers and non-huggers, Ellis? If I fired a few of them at you, yeah, go on then. Uh, Nye Bevan, not not a hugger. Ah, so you I wouldn't hug him? I no, absolutely not. Handshake. Um, Gary Speed, hugger. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the one who scored in the semi-final against Belgium. What, Hal Robson Carnot? Yeah. I um I gave him a lift once. Did you? Yeah, I did. Were you just to, on his back to, like a koala or No, no, no. To put to put to put this into some um context for Lou, he scored a very important goal in the quarterfinal of the European Championships for Wales. Uh and I was so I had to give him a lift for a a, a TV thing. I'm not sure if it ever went out where I had to give 
footballers' lifts and then they sang along to songs they liked. And oh, we used to sing songs about we used to sing a song about him to the tune of Push It by Salt and Pepper. Uh, and he had Salt and Pepper on his phone, and he chose to sing that song, his own song. And he, it was, it was, it was weird. It, I mean, if lots of football fans sang a song about you, Lou, to the tune of, mm. I don't know, I'd be scared for my life. Yeah, Lou, 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 oh, yeah. But would you Lule, have that Lule. song? Would you have Would you have that song on your phone then and sing the song to yourself? That was the thing. I quite. I thought it was quite funny because it was so self-aggrandizing. That makes me shudder. It makes me shudder. I will pick. Um, I will pick. Uh, Starship. Nothing's going to stop us now. And how would that work? Uh, I don't really know. I don't okay. really know the game. That's, that's you've got to sing. You've got to sing your name to it. You've got to sing a song oh, yeah. about you to the tune uh, of that song. Yes, I misunderstood. <laughs> okay. I would pick Starship, nothing's going to stop us now And I'd say I don't really need my name in it It's really how, good at this <laughs> Probably, I don't know Why, who would you hug then? If you could hug anyone Oh, I think Keanu Reeves Keanu Reeves? Yeah Oh, uh, Yorick Burneson, the armoured bear from his Dark Materials Yes once you've earned his trust and his respect, yeah. I get very jealous of Lyra when she's sort of lying next to Yorick Burneson for warmth. I do. The polar bear. Yeah. Yeah, lovely. And, lovely. And I think it's because he's very stern and very proud, but once you have a connection with him, he will be loyal to you for the rest of your life. From cradle to podcast, maybe the true listening is with our hearts. Uh, when do you most need a cuddle? Immediately after going to the toilet. <laughs> is it? No. When I go to the toilet, I'm sometimes I'm so proud. I am. I, I come out of there and I can't believe what's. I, do you know what I mean? You're lighter and you're like, I'm really well done. You know, hats yeah. off. That. Oh, John doesn't like toilet stuff, do you? But I do want to cuddle what? straight after that. I'm the king of yeah. toilet stuff. No, you don't like, like, you're very shy about your toilet habits. I would Depend say that's not true. <laughs> Depends who I'm talking to, Lou. Oh, okay, okay. You In the same way I've got hugging friends and non-hugging yeah. friends, I've got friends I'll send appalling voice memos to and friends I won't. Oh, yeah. I like appalling voice memos, and I don't mind knowing what you've done in the toilet. My standards are very well, low. Sometimes the voice memos can, uh, can, can cover what you've done in the toilet. Ah, what I do sometimes, I want to take a picture of what I've done because I'm that proud. It's like so massive. I'm like, someone needs to see this. Like, it can't be true. Like, <laughs> time for the practical examination now. It's hard to tell if that's me whistling or the song. <laughs> it was me. Okay, everybody, uh, get you get your awkward faces out. It's time for the snuggle. So usually I hug people and they hug me back and then we rate each other's cuddles. But obviously we're in quarantine. But I believe you can feel a hug from energy. Do you believe this? Absolutely not. No. Me and Phil Wang did it and we felt it, okay? Right. I think I am on the sceptical side of energy. Mm. Uh, so I, I, I apologise. I should probably try and be slightly more open-minded. But, um, but I, I mean, I certainly... What you might, Lou, might call bad energy, I might call someone just being a pain or being uncomfortable or not wanting to be somewhere. 
Mm. So what's the difference between sort of where where does energy fit into body language, tone of voice, attitude? You're both too far gone. I can't help you. And I don't want to waste my time. Okay. Or answer my question. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of no well the thing is i sound really thick when i talk about energy and i'd love to try and bring you around to my way of thinking but i haven't got any skills and i sound like a sort of gcse student who's just learned about feminism and is but i would say there are people who you there's certain energies you get from people like um yeah. a vibe and yeah, a vibe. we're very vibe based yeah, yeah a feeling yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's the same but thing. But I, I don't think people have a unique energy or aura that is specific to them. Well, then why can you photograph auras, Ellis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so there are certain people you meet. So, in fact, I do, of course, I believe in energy, if, if that's a word to describe someone's vibe and so, how someone is and feels and, in a room. Yes. And also, like, but then sometimes you think about someone and then they text and stuff like that. Like, I do think we all link. Like, sometimes when women had their sons die at war, they would always know before they got the call and stuff. And What, intuition, you mean? Yeah, intuition. But that's, that's like, but that is the same. I think maybe you just don't like the word energy. I yeah, maybe you I, don't like the word intuition. I think that's fair. Oh, um, in terms that. of intuition, people have people can be intuitive. Of course, they can. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then I lo- I like the word intuition. We'll go with that. But then that doesn't really cover it for uh, remote hugs. But you can send people good thoughts and they get them. That's all I'm saying. But also, I'm, I get I just from this chat, but also from knowing you, I would understand that the hug you are inevitably going to attempt to give us via <laughs> streaming is meant with good intent and warmth i would never be like oh that virtual hug i got from lou was a bit standoffish because it's lou yeah, but then you see if you can feel it okay we'll do an experiment no actually i'm too shy now i'm too don't shy. Be shy okay both close your eyes yeah close your eyes. don't feel uncomfortable right now i'm gonna transmit energy to you in a hug okay ready did you feel it? I quite felt quite present in the silence. I felt quite calm. Yeah, I felt quite calm. I think I, th- I should probably work on being more open-minded, but I'm such a ruddy, bloody hard bloke. Yes, that's, 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 my, yeah. that's my problem. You're Fred Perry, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, one of the big differences between Ellis and I is we both like sort of history and facts and human experience. Ellis mm. doesn't like facts sort of fictional realms mm-hmm. that w- i'd say that's one of our defining differences even though that's not something we talk about much on the podcast no it's something we text each other a lot about i like escaping into imagination ellis likes escaping into fact yes that that is, that is it in a bloody nutshell mm. i read a lot of stuff like tolkien when i was a little kid i read lord of the rings when i was nine and a half wow it took, me, it took me ages, but I'd loved The Hobbit. I'd seen the lot Hobbit live at the Swansea Grand Theatre. Loved it. Mm. But then I, once I got to about 16, 17, I lost interest in fantasy. And Although I did go through a sci-fi period in my late 20s, early 30s, but in the main, if I want, if I want escapism, I like to escape into facts, but from 50 years ago. I find it very comforting reading about the past for some reason. I think it's because there's an end point. You know, as harrowing as World War II was, you know how it ends. 
So it's far more yeah. comforting to read about that than, say, Brexit or the coronavirus, because we don't know how that's going to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's why the Beatles are a better story than the Rolling Stones, because the Beatles has an end. So it has a beginning, a middle and an end, and I think it's more satisfying than a band yeah. trending okay. on for So, uh, ironically, <clears throat> Ellis uh, really likes the narratives of fiction, but he likes them to be in fact... Mm. Yes. Yet again, what what John does is about twice a day when I talk to him, he absolutely nails my personality, and it's very, very <laughs> useful. <Yeah. laughs> because you know who you are. I know now. I do. Yeah. 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 I mean, if I didn't have you doing this, I'd have no idea. It'd be <laughs> fl- flailing around, guessing. <laughs> so every now and then, he'll he'll hit me with something very uh, intuitive. In fact, yeah. And I'll go. Oh, good. Oh, it I works. Can. I know that. Yeah. You've not got an award sat on John's shelf. Really <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Okay, there's good news. The good news is you're now members of Cuddle Club. Yay! Yay! It's a big day. Aria uh, award up because you don't need it no more. And you do get badges if we decide to make them, but they're probably a bit unethical to bother making badges, you know? Who needs Just send them? me a text. Yeah, yeah just it. send me a text. Yeah. yeah. Um, congratulations and um, goodbye. Thank, Thank you so you. much for having us. Bye. So that was Ellis and John. I'm sure you're listening to their radio show. It'd be mad not to. Um, if you're not listening to that and you're listening to Cuddle Club, I'm, I think, I'm thinking sort of, what have you been doing? Review. I'm gonna say rate, and I'm gonna say subscribe and follow on social media it's at cuddle club pod on instagram and twitter lucky enough to get that handle straight in no messing about um and remember to cc everybody in if cc stands for cuddle club that's that's my catchphrase i've heard sort of you know some kids using it out and about but you know it's important to remember it originated from me Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.